Welcome to Seeking God's Grace podcast, a place to share stories about life, faith and passion. My name is Grace and I am a sister of the Holy Family of Nazareth, or as some prefer to say, I'm a Catholic nun. I hope that this podcast will help you and me to find God in everyday life experiences and to understand God and yourself a little bit better. Let's talk and seek God together. Hello everyone. Last week we talked about our hearts and who God is and who he is not in our life. I wonder how did you go with your own litany of what God means for you? What are his names? for you. What did you discover? Which part of the litany became longer for you? I would be extremely interesting to hear from you more about that. The feedback I received was that the whole idea was interesting and some of you picked up on thinking about that. Thank you very much. Thank you for your feedback and thank you for uh, all the interaction. If you have not had an opportunity to think about it, or you don't really know what I'm talking about, please revisit episode 47 and perhaps spend some time thinking about God in your life. And there is no better time to do so than upcoming Lent. Spend some time to look into your heart and the heart of Jesus and spend some time pondering about your relationship with him in your life. Today, I would like to talk to you about Lent. Maybe a bit in general terms, uh, a little bit of personal story, maybe repeating some things which you know for sure from the time when you were growing up, or perhaps adding bits and pieces you might have not known yet. But I also would like to share with you the reasons why I like Lent and how its meaning changed in my life over the years. Let's start with simple Google search on Lent. And this one is from the United States Conference of Catholic Bishops. And believe me, whatever search you will do about Lent, you will come up with a very similar answers. Would that be Catholic, Christian or non-Christian sources? Because Lent is a 40-day season of prayer, fasting and almsgiving that begins on Ash Wednesday and ends at sundown on Holy Thursday. It is a period of preparation to celebrate the Lord's resurrection at Easter. So all the 40 days prepare us for Easter. During Lent, we seek the Lord in prayer by reading sacred scripture, Bible. We serve others by almsgiving, by giving something to others, with this word that it's not being used these days very often, alms. And we practice self-control through fasting. We are called not only to abstain from luxuries during Lent, but to a true inner conversion of heart as we seek to follow Christ's will uh, more faithfully. 
we recall the waters of baptism in which we were also baptized into Christ's death, died to sin and evil, and began new life in Christ. So that's about what we can read. There are also a couple of other things that are connected with some of the traditions for Lent. So many know that tradition of abstaining from meat on Fridays during Lent is something what they do. In some of the countries around the world, including Poland, abstaining from um, meat on Fridays, it's actually for the whole year, not only during Lent, but for the whole church, there is an encouragement that everyone will do so. We are also called to practice self-discipline and fast in other ways throughout the season. Contemplate the meaning and origins of the Lenten fasting traditions and reflect on what God's gift to us is. In addition, and this one I read from the Bishop's Conference um, Google search, in addition, the giving of alms is one way to share God's gifts, not only through the distribution of money, but through the sharing of our time and talents. As St. John Chrysostom reminds us, and this is a quote, not to enable the poor to share in our goods is to steal from them and deprive them of life. The goods we possess are not ours, but theirs. It's a very challenging quote, isn't it? Um, And maybe in the next couple of episodes we will be able to unpack it a little bit more and make it a little bit more understandable for all of us and what it means. In Lent, all baptized are called to renew their baptismal commitment as others prepare to be baptized through what is called Rite of Christian Initiation of Adults, a period of learning and discernment for individuals who have declared they desire to become Catholics. And this is all what we know in the very general terms. A couple of those things that I mentioned might be more or less known to you. Some others might be puzzling you and you might be asking, what does it really mean? I heard a bit about that, but I'm not really sure what it means for me. We will try to talk about this in the next couple of episodes because I don't want to close the talk about Lent today. I just want to start the talk about Lent today. So, in summary, we know more or less what church teaches us. The application of the advice and fulfillment of the Lent conditions is subject to one's understanding and individual ability. It's not that uh, everyone has to do Lent in the same way. The rules would apply differently to children, to adults and also to elders, especially as fast is concerned, as almsgiving is concerned. There are individual circumstances of people that will determine their way of living it. Each one of the elements, prayer, fast and almsgiving, would be expressed differently from the time we were children till now. And it will be different once we will be getting older. What is then the key to Lent might not be now. But what is it actually overall? What is the purpose of it? And 
uh, why quite often Christians live this time as a very sad and morbid time instead of finding the inspiration and a little bit of a actually joyful attitude of efforts which we should put into this time. Before attempting to answer to those questions, I just would like to share a little bit of personal story. So why did my understanding of Lent change and when? And of course, how? I grew up in the Catholic traditional family back in Poland. And growing up in that environment determined the devotions and customs which surrounded the time of Lent, which were somehow um, known to me and I discovered them as I was growing up. With a simple not eating chocolate in Lent attitude, my understanding was growing as I was discovering Jesus and learning about church more and more. As a little girl, I wouldn't really enjoy Stations of the Cross, which were long and boring for me. I would not understand why the priest was wearing purple in the church and what it meant. However, being part of the parish, which was very vibrant and inviting, I was part of different groups which engaged me in their activities and consequently changed my perception of what Lent is all about. From the boring counting how many more stations of the cross to go through, I went into having been involved in dramatization of stations of the cross. And not longer later, not long later, already as a religious young consecrated sister, I would be writing, creating and leading the youth events for different groups and parishes, learning about the deep meaning of the liturgy, singing during liturgies in the Holy Week and organizing some charitable events. The involvement changed my perception, but one more step was needed. Becoming closer friend of Jesus, building bridges between I know what it is all about into it makes sense because of what Jesus did for us, for me. So my personal relationship with Jesus made the difference and all external involvement helped me to go to the deep, to the next level of saying, uh, maybe I'm not doing Lent very well, but at least I come to the point of seeing why am I doing what I'm doing. Then, as I grew older up to this point, and as my involvement changed again, the evolution of my Lenten attitude changed one more time, and probably not the last. It is now more, much more about accepting what life brings, instead of looking for something what sometimes subconsciously could be my, our attempt to impress God that we can do stuff for him. Lent is not about us. Lent is not about me. 
Lent is about Jesus. And this revolutionized my thinking. Lent is about Jesus. Lent is only about Jesus, otherwise it doesn't really make sense at all. So what are my reasons why I like it? Firstly, it brings me closer to Jesus. In what meaning? It tells me the story of Jesus' adulthood. It helps me to understand my life journey and relate to Jesus as human being who went through discernment, hard decisions making, suffering, feeling of being abandoned, and finally to his death. It helps me to see the extent of true love and understanding what true love is all about. How is it expressed? To what extent the true love goes? And Lent takes off all unreal flavors of our faith, strips them off, strips off what we want it to be and shows what it really is. Secondly, it helps me to be more intentional in my life. Everything, what I learned about Jesus during this time, shows me that whatever he did was coming from the deepest level of his heart and was not a random act of emotions, but rather a sincere act of following what he discovered as the will of his father. And Jesus' intentionality did not make him less real, but rather closer to my life. Before the fulfillment of his life mission here on earth, he took care of everyone and everything what mattered for him. His mother, making sure she will be looked after when he is gone, in the Jewish tradition, position of the widow was very vulnerable, so Jesus did take care of her, of his disciples, and of each one of us, leaving us his testament, his testimony, his life mission. So these are my two reasons why I like land. What are yours? And how did it change in your life? What can I do? What can you do this land, land of 2023? I would not tell you what to do, but I will tell you about maybe of what kind of things you are looking at. I think that what we can do needs to be realistic. There is nothing worse then general statements like, oh, I will change everything. Despite the fact that God can change everything and he can do it with the blink of his eye. We are not that powerful. And it is really not very humble to say so that we can. It's a bit like with the New Year's resolutions, uh, a temptation of, I will change everything. Which way too quickly fades away into, I change nothing. Well, if we change we, I, into God, can, 
that changes also our motivation, which is the second part. Whatever it will be, a little giving up or doing more for others needs to be done for the right motivation, with the right motivation. In the next episode, I would talk a little bit more in depth about that because all of the three Lent resolutions, prayer, fast and almsgiving, can be way too often used by us for the wrong reasons. For example, just a simple one. Someone wants to go on diet and says, oh yeah, I will wait until Lent. I will fast in Lent. While fasting in Lent is a noble thing to do and it is advised by the church. The purpose of it is not dieting. (laughs) You can go on diet every time throughout the year and yeah, you can even go on diet during the Lent, but do not call dieting fasting because these two are a little bit different and they differ not by doing, but my motivation most of all. We will talk about it a little bit more in the episodes to come. So once more, what can you do? How about starting with a short reflection on your own life, on your journey thus far, and the way you experience land in your life. Well, just simple. You drive to work, there is traffic, and traffic is more and more these days. Or you're stuck on the train, or you have to walk, I don't know, to the shop. So you just have a few minutes before sleep, before uh, your brain stops working and goes into the relax of the evening. Well, why don't you just start thinking about, was there a story that you could recall from the land in your life? Was there an experience or event or was it or is it for you the time which doesn't mean much? And if so, then why? There is no right or wrong answers in all of this. All what we are trying to do here is to just reflect. And I think that reflection can bring us some um, interesting points that we will discover about ourselves and about our relationship with God. And finally, is there any intention for you, for this land, which you could connect with being closer to God? Is there a desire, intention? The other end of the word intention is actually desire. Is there a desire to become closer to God? And if there is no desire, that's perfectly okay. Because as St. Ignatius of Loyola said, if there is no desire, let's pray for desire to have a desire. (laughs) Uh, It's a lot of words, isn't it? But that makes sense, doesn't it? If we want to be closer to God, let's ask God to want to be closer to Him. Lent is about to start. Lent will start on Ash Wednesday and will give us 40 days 
of pondering and thanking God for Jesus, his son, who came on earth to serve us and give his life for us. I have a little calendar of blessings which stands on my desk in my bedroom. And there are very beautiful words of blessing for each day of the year. The one that falls on the 22nd of February of this year is my prayer for you. It's my wish for you that will help you, hopefully, to start this journey of Lent in 2023. Here it goes. You are the recipient of every promise Jesus came to fulfill. He bridged the gap between you and God's blessing. May your steps take you in the direction of every good thing He has for you. You are the recipient of God's love. His coming on earth gave you the ability to be closer to him and his father. May your steps take you in the direction of every good thing he has for you. And he has plenty of those things every day. Have a great week, everyone. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, I hope that you will tune in again. Please share it with others, post about it on social media, or leave your review. Feel welcome to visit my website, seekinggodsgrace.com, and follow me on Facebook and Instagram. Thanks again. Every blessing to you and your loved ones. Talk again soon.